Welcome to the Tony G Show, where we are providing a platform for everyone to feel safe and telling their story. We will go unscripted, unedited, to give our listeners the most genuine information we can. Let's listen and grow together. One love. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Tony G Show. I'm your host, Tony G. I'm on the studio today with uh, my beautiful co-host, Trisha G. Good evening, everyone. And we are very, very happy to welcome two special guests. One is a reoccurring guest who we uh, love very much. The Golden Child. What's up? Hello, everyone. (laughs) And then we are very, very excited to have Miss Terry Turner here with us. How come I'm not the golden child's mom? <laughs> you should be. The golden yes. child's mom. I'm the golden mama. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So we are super excited on the Tony G Show to have both Morgan and her mom, Terry, um, with us tonight. We're going to be talking about several topics, uh, family, school, careers, um, you know, just kind of life in general. Um, so we appreciate you guys tuning in. We love you all. And um, let's go for it. All right. Let's let's, uh, let's talk about life. Let's What's up? Let's do this. Let's do it. Anything interesting going on with you ladies? Um, I'm going to the beach tomorrow. Hi, my name's Trey. I got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what beach are you talking about? Um, Pleasant Harbor. And so we're going for three days, which is why I have to miss Roman Roman's birthday and oh. then Roman and Melissa's party oh. tomorrow, but it's okay because my trip is free. <laughs> right? I'd be right there with you if exactly. I was invited. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's cool. about it for it's me. It's Memorial Day weekend. What do you got going on, Miss Turner? Well, you can just call me Terry. A Terry? <laughs> Terry? It's for those not like I just met you. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, Terry is a, what do you do for as a profession? I am a PBIS coordinator. Okay. For? For Envision Career Academy. Boom. And, I love and what it. does PBIS stand for? <laughs> I mean, that sounded really cool. Like yeah. I, was I know. That's why I didn't just say I'm a paraeducator. Okay. Um, <laughs> you explain what you do, and then I'll explain what I say to people that you do. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. Um, it's Positive Behavior Intervention Specialist. Oh, I love Ooh, it. I, love I like it. that. So, so it's in the teacher... Um, it's, it's not really, I, I have my own office and I monitor, I kind of made the job more than what it is, but I monitor the kids attendance, their grades, but I look at the whole child or the whole student. And if their attendance is really bad, I try to get to the bottom of it. Uh, last week I gave out three alarm clocks. Oh, okay. We sent that would have needed one of those. (laughs) Five of them. (laughs) And uh, they um, sometimes are just in need of other services that I can get to them. Sometimes they just need to talk. Sometimes they need more interventions. So, so what is that underlying cause of their attendance? Their slacking? attendance. Yeah. Uh, their, yeah. If they're sleeping in class because they're up all night taking care of a sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it just kind of depends on, on what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, thank you for your for your service. Right. Um definitely need more folks like you in the school arena you know oh. because especially <laughs> high schoolers i know with us i mean you, you raised three children we raised three children 
um, and especially with Vicente when COVID hit, because he was like the first, he was a senior when, right. when COVID hit. And that's when nobody knew anything. And it was kind of like a whole brand new thing. And mm-hmm. just kind of learning as everybody went, right? Parents, students, teachers, faculty. Um, so it was a learning experience for everybody. But it was very frustrating as a parent. Me and Trisha have talked about this. Yes. Because uh, what do you do? I mean, you know, they sent them home with these crappy Chromebooks and then and then they are you know I check them out to people every day so I totally know yeah so I mean you can't fault the student all the time and if they just have somebody like you push not pushing them but giving them the resources and the tools that they need that's awesome I love that and and they really need it right now because I don't think people understand you know it's been hard on us as adults but these kids have had so much taken from them especially you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the seniors. They lost their graduation. They lost prom. Yes. Um. You know, still, it's not gonna be the way you know it it mm-hmm. was in the past. But they also lost that childhood connection. No matter what age they are, with their friends, mm-hmm. yeah. Not going to school, not seeing them. Yeah. And a lot of the students that we've had come back, their anxiety is through the roof, and. You know, we're back full time. We're not doing any remote learning in our building because it's hands on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so since they've come back the first week, it was so quiet and no one was talking to each other. And they were just kind of, you know, I mean, we had kids that couldn't even get out of the car. They had so much anxiety mm. about being back around people. Wow. And now, oh, my gosh, it's like crazy foosball matches and <laughs> ping pong is like the thing awesome. <laughs> and volleyball and awesome. you know, so they, they are getting back to normal as, as whatever normal right. we, we are right now. Yeah. But it's, it's been really, really hard on them. I, I put myself in their shoes and it's like, absolutely. You know, I mean, I would have never thought that, but yeah, it makes sense that they're just, you know, anxious ridden and I mean, being home and then they got to go back to school and then with, you know, the thought of getting sick and, Mm-hmm. possibly you can die from it. I mean, you know, there's just a lot of things that these kids have to think about. Yeah. yeah. And um, it would be scary as hell for me. I mean, <laughs> putting my in myself in their shoes, that would be very anxiety-ridden for yeah. me. Yeah, they're our live-on, you know, social media generation. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Scrolling. I'm scrolling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With the like Malia. up. <laughs> Have you seen Malia do this? Yes. Is that I what she does today? Yes. Oh, yeah. She gets your phone and just scrolls. Yeah. Not even two years old yet. She's just hitting on. Dad. Dad. And she does it so, like, she'll use her thumb sometimes and just. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, what do you explain that your mother does? Oh, yeah. I want to hear this. this is, uh, so, I say. She's the coolest the lady in the world. The first part sounds bad, but it gets good. So, I say. <laughs> You know the kids that always get sent to detention? (laughs) Instead of sending them to detention, they send them to my mom. (laughs) But rather than a a detention-type scenario, she tries to figure out what's going on with them rather than why, like, rather than what they acted out on, why they're acting out. What are those core core morbidities? Yeah, the underlying factor of why they told someone to F off or <laughs> yeah. why they fell asleep in class or why they told me to F off. So yeah. start off, <laughs> start off with friend. that. Start off with that when you well, explain no, instead of like, you know, the kids that go to detention. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, but how else are you going to explain? Like, you say, look, these kids that get sent to detention, but that's still the same thing that you said. So yeah. <laughs> See, just, I mean, I could just say like, 
kids that are struggling. Just say ISS. No, that's, that's, I think also that's different. In school suspension. That's like detention. Yeah, true. That's different though, or is it the same? That's why they rhyme. I just yeah, we really avoid ISS yeah. or any kind of. I was thinking that. That's you know, we're you that's it. why it's PBIS and and it all rhymes. And you know, right now we're not doing anything because these kids are so stressed. Yeah. But you know, I like working with the tough kids. Before it was Envision Career Academy, it was South Sound High School, and you know, we had all kinds of kids that came through there, um, which them just walking through that front door, I was proud of them because it's not easy to come back at 20 years old and say, I really want my, my diploma, you know? So for those who, we have a lot of listeners like in LA family members in East coast, South Sound high school, that was like an alternative. That was a alternative high school. Yeah. And so we had basically 16 to 21 year olds. We had a daycare on site Nice. and we helped them, you know, retrieve their credits so that they could graduate. But, you know, we had kids of all kinds. We had kids that had been in juvie. We had lots of moms and dads that had kids in our daycare. We had kids that, you know, had social issues and, you know, all, all kinds of things. Yeah. So is um, Envision Career Academy, how is that different from South Puget Sound or South, no, South, 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 South High School? Excuse me. Envision Career Academy is project-based learning. Okay. And so... This is our first year. We took in freshmen and sophomores. And next year, we will have our first class of juniors. We do have five seniors graduating this year. But those are five um, of our students that we kept from the senior class from South Sound. So so five that have been with us for four years, and they're graduating on time. Nice. And yes. one of these. (laughs) That's... Amazing. Yeah, and one of our young men, he's been with us four years, and he's enrolled at Evergreen to start in the fall. And wow. I've worked with him a lot. I am so proud of him. Awesome. I mean, he's an amazing young man. Oh, that's great. But anyhow, so we'll have freshmen, sophomores, and juniors next year, and our enrollment's open right now. We have space. Uh, you can transfer in, and you know, people say, "How much does it cost?" It's free. It's public education. Right. Mm-hmm. The difference is, is we don't have six periods a day. So with project-based learning, they will come in and they will have lunch in the morning, which means their project-based learning teachers is two teachers. It's team teaching, and they're going to be with them for lunch, which means they're going to talk about what they're going to do throughout the day. Some of them then will go to math, depending upon what math class they're in. The rest of them will start working on whatever they're doing that day. They do have an advisory, so they do leave for advisory. And then they'll go back to their PBL class where their launch was. And what they do is they take a CTE program and combine it with one of your English or social studies or science. And you've got those two teachers working together. So the kids are getting one credit every six weeks, and it doesn't get boring, and they make incredible things and learn so much. Um, We have the Boeing Aerospace Program, and so if they learn and pass all the tests that you have to do, by the time they graduate, they go straight to Boeing for an interview. Man, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. Is amazing. And so, you know, they're going to learn the riveting and the welding and everything that you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got kids already working on the CAD programs, designing three dimensional things and printing them off on the printer. 
I go in that room and I just want to stay in there and play all day. <laughs> I mean, he's got, he's got stuff in there that I only wish I had when I was in, in school. Um, we will be getting biomedical science year after next. So that's going to be really wow. great. Uh, we also have our marketing program where these kids are learning how to run an espresso cart and run a little cafe mm -hmm. um, next year. Once that is up and running, we couldn't do it this year because of COVID. Mm -hmm. They'll be able to, you know, deliver to the district office and to the surrounding schools. And FBLA runs that, so it helps, you know, pay for their trips. Wow. What about uh, other businesses That's that amazing. I could get a phone number for? Because we, at the place I work, do coffee carts. What do you mean? So, like, <laughs> could the kids come to our place of business rather than us paying a certain, like, company to come bring a coffee cart into our building to serve an entire floor? The kids could come do it, and we could pay them instead. I don't know, but that's quite the yeah. idea. Yeah. Actually, that would, we are very that would privileged. be really cool, though, because mm -hmm. then you're giving them an opportunity to kind of work and, you know, outside of the school. Yeah. And... And we are so nice and patient because we don't have to be working at that time. <laughs> and so we're like, take your time. <laughs> like, no pressure. It's okay if you mess that up. I can wait for another one. But yeah. Envision Career, man. Wow. You guys are mm -hmm. shout out to Envision Career out there. That It just sounds amazing, Terry. And thank you for what you guys do for these students because this is just, I mean, this is what education should be, oh, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, they're, and they're teaching them the skills to, for life, you know. Yeah. Um, Life skills, job opportunities. I mean, it's just you guys are doing a great thing. Yeah, and we've got the t-shirt printing press where they've been making t-shirts and oh. cups and hats. And all wow. kinds of companies have been ordering from us outside the school district. Awesome. And so all that money goes right back to the kids. And they're, what they make is just amazing. Can I get a contact information? Can I get information? that information? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I will yeah, put you. customers. I mean, a lot of people on here, well, pretty much everybody knows that we have a nonprofit organization. And mm -hmm. we love helping the students. I mean, that's what we do. That's what you know our vision is to help these students, you know, build a foundation, move on to the next steps in their lives after high school or during high school, but mostly get them, you know, in a to direction of going for a career or whatnot. But what we love to do is help the students that are in high school. So if we can buy a bunch of shirts from, you know, those those youngsters, and I mean, that'd, that'd be mm -hmm. a great thing for United Youth Movement to kind of get involved with your school. Which we already did a little bit of. You did. You donated cap and gown, and that's to our young man that's going to Evergreen. Oh, congratulations. Oh, nice, nice. He okay. also won the Altrusa Award, which was a huge thing. I awesome. mean, yeah. So, is Ever Wait, Evergreen is not a community college, right? No, it's just okay. a state university. Because okay. we have scholarships out there, and we have gotten nothing back. We have scholarships at um, each of the school districts. Well, the North Thurston School Foundation. They're doing, they're taking the, care of it for us. Oh, okay. District, yeah. So I don't know if anybody's been awarded that, but we didn't uh, gear it towards a four-year school. We did trade, community, College. technical, yeah. um, you know, local like that. But next year, I think we'll just. Which I, which I think is great because that's that's where our students are headed. Mm -hmm. You know, our students aren't necessarily um, college bound. They can go. Yeah. But they're going to be doing um, internships and mentorships and job shadows mm -hmm. um, next year. Uh, this year was uh, 
oh, what do they call it? It, it was like career research to see what they might like. Mm-hmm. And next year they will be doing um, job shadows. Okay. And then they do mentorships and, and, you know, so every year it's something more. Nice. Um, and everything that they're learning, the skills they're using, like, you know, operating an espresso bar yeah. and the inventory and running the cash mm-hmm. register. And they're, the kids have to be responsible for all of it. The same with, you know, printing the T-shirts mm-hmm. and doing all of that. And, you know, they're designing logos. They're designing wow. the everything that's in the school. Mm-hmm. They chose what our traits are. You know, the, it, this, this, the, uh, the kids are designing our program. Mm-hmm. You know, we listen to them, what they want, and we go from there. And if we can make it happen, we do. So is there, what's the student body um, numbers? Well, this was our first year. Mm-hmm. We have 97 students right okay. now. We're hoping to be up to 180. Oh. Um, okay. Next year, we've already received, I think, almost 50 applications for next wow. year. Um, so there is an application process. Well, it, they just have to go through and they can go to the, the website on North Thurston Public Schools. And it's an online application. It just, you know, gives us information and then. Our amazing secretary contacts them and <laughs> and uh, shout out to Miss B because she out, is shout amazing. Out, shout out and uh, and then they get all signed up and get all the info and and they're in the door. That's awesome. That is awesome. So we're gonna be probably bugging you a lot. I want I want us to get involved with yes. your school and I know Morgan was already gave me the contact to the mm-hmm. principal. I think yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of things with you guys, and I'm looking forward to that because... Ideals are rolling in my head. Right? Mm-hmm. Now too. And you guys, yeah, that's that's so cool. That's so cool. It, it's an amazing... week, so... Yeah, it's an amazing program, and mm-hmm. I feel so fortunate to be able to be there and experience it with these kids. Yeah, absolutely. Students. I'm not going to say kids. With these students. <laughs> because... Yeah. It's... If I only had this when I was younger... You know, if my kids had this opportunity. Right. Yeah, we would have turned out much better. You guys are all amazing. I am very better. I know. I am very blessed. (laughs) Right. So let's get into that. Let's let's get into that. It's next on my uh, my list here. Um, Let's talk about your motherhood and how it was to raise three awesome children. The Evans kids. You got three freaking just amazing kids. Um, (laughs) I'll take I'll take this one. No, no, uh, no. It was really hard for me <laughs> having to raise them because Why mouse? They, they they are hard-headed. They light things on fire. Oh, my goodness. And you are a pyromaniac just like your brother and no, sister. No, I'm not. You know, I am not. You know what? I'm I put, a call. I, I, Can we phone a friend? <laughs> Can we you know, phone now, a friend? Now that I'm sitting across from you, Michael favors you the most, I think. He does. Yeah. Do people say that? Well, Michael's her favorite. Michael <laughs> is not my favorite. See, I'm saying like, you know. Looks oh, wait. Yeah. Is he the middle yeah. child? Yes. But that's he, what I'm told Middle too. children rock. I'm a middle Roman child. Roman is your favorite. No, and I'm he a middle isn't. Child I don't have a favorite you know, child. That's why I text Tony and said, you need to have phone a phone in so I can be caller number one <laughs> when you said before that Michael was my favorite when he is not my favorite. I speak facts. <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. Uh, Vicente and Angel say the same thing about Roman, and it's not true. Even but Tony says it. It's as, true. As parents, you know, you have we'll kid. never say we have a favorite kid, ever. Vicente. No. <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> I'm just like more lenient towards him because he my he reminds me of myself so much. Um, and that boy, you let him get away with everything. No, because he's your favorite. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this show is called the Tony G Show, but it's not about me. This is about Miss Terry Turner. All right, go he, ahead, he, Mom. You he, take it. You know. I think probably I did put way too much pressure on Morgan when she was younger because I will honestly say that when I would leave the house, her being the baby, I would say, you're in charge. (laughs) (laughs) To everyone listening who said that wasn't true, that was true. So Morgan's running the show when you're gone. You know, (laughs) yes. even when she was five, I wanted to say that. (laughs) That's funny. You know, so I, 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 chomping on that ice. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel bad about that. I think I put way too much pressure on her. And you know, when I said it, I didn't say it like I meant it, although kind of I did. And I didn't want to hurt Marlette's feelings, of course, because Mm -hmm. she was the oldest. Um, and she's going to hate me for all this now, but, um, nah, she won't. We're storytelling, man. We all knew I was in charge. They both knew I was in charge. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Marlette is September baby, right? Yes. She's a Virgo? Yes. So her and V, Angel and Morgan, mm-hmm. it's flip-flopped. Like the oldest, youngest. Yeah. But that's how I see it. I would not put Vicente in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> but how? So how many years in between you and your brother? Um, 14 months. See, so Vicente was okay, five years. Back up. 16 months. 21. <laughs> He's not two years older than me. 21, 21. is not two. 21 months. Oh, my 24 God. 24 is two. <laughs> 24 14 months. I'm 14 months older than him. <laughs> I'm Wait, the what? oldest. Oh, my God. This girl. No, he is 21, 21 months, months older, older than me. So, he right now, I'm 25, and I'll be 26. He's 27, and he'll be 28. And then Marlette's 31, and we'll be 32. <laughs> Okay, so see, Vicente had that huge age gap. Eight and there five. Was, yeah, five years yeah. between him and Roman, mm-hmm. eight between him and Angel. So it's yeah. a little different. Yeah. He was way too little. To I, I was put, just like yeah. out of the blue because when Vicky was like, I'm pregnant, I'm like, I want a baby. But I was already pregnant. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah he's a 2000s baby. 202. 202, yep. That is weird. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. so anyway. we just keep interrupting. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's six years yeah. between, you know, her and Marley. Okay. And everybody thinks that they're not, not that they're twins, but no, everybody thinks they're twins. Yeah, they, every There's sometimes person. when, mm-hmm. I mean, now that, you know, Marlene has her haircut and she's rocking it, now I can tell the difference, but there's times when I would like, Call her Marlette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you called living me Angel here. the other day. Living here. You know, I was like, Marlette, oh, wait a minute. This is Morgan. Imagine being their mother and getting the names mixed yeah. up. And they're all M's. <laughs> oh, Always man. My mom. Who's, more, all of you. All of you come here. <laughs> Whose idea was it to stick with the M theme? Uh, well, what happened was Joe picked Marlette uh-huh. and I named, I gave her her middle name. And then. We we had tried for so long to get pregnant and couldn't, and so I finally started taking COVID. And six months in, I said, "I won't take this anymore. I get too sick." What's COVID? Not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, 
Kobe. I'm like, Mom, you got some explaining to do. Was this COVID two, COVID three? And I'm not even drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure we all looked at you like Tony and I were like, okay. Well, anyhow, I was taking a fertility drug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. (laughs) So you started that shit. (laughs) Twenty six years, twenty seven years ago. Oh my God! It's been a long That's week, hilarious. you guys. It has been a long week. Yeah, happy Friday, by the way. Uh, I've been driving back and forth from Shelton all week long, oh, no. so I'm glad to be home in my bed tonight. Oh um, my goodness! Anyhow, I went in at six months and said, "I don't want to take this anymore. It's making me sick." And he goes, "Well, it's okay. You're pregnant." Oh, that's why you were sick. Yeah. Okay. But <clears throat> well, I was just—it was yeah—I was just wasn't feeling good. So he goes, "It's okay. You're pregnant." So when I was pregnant with Michael. We decided we we weren't going to find out what we were having. We were going to wait. And I had like a gallbladder attack. And so I had to go in. And so they're doing ultrasound, looking at everything. She goes, you want me to check on the baby? I said, sure. And she goes, oh, he's doing so good. We both went, it's a boy. Dang it. Oh, man. She's fired. She goes, you didn't know? And I said, no, but that's okay. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well, I got all this baby girl stuff. So we got to start getting the boy stuff. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Joe's brother that um, was closest in age to him um, was killed when he w- when Joe was like a senior in high school and so his name was Michael okay. mm. and so I said let's name him yeah. after your brother are you going to laugh because everybody calls what, called him Ricky no I'm laughing because uh, one of our cousins named their kid Ricky and was like this is named after Ricky your and dad everyone told me was like <laughs> His name was Michael. You got to me that story. That's funny. Oh we all clown him now. We're yeah. like, hey, Ricky. <laughs> You're named after Michael. <laughs> Figure yeah, out yeah, how There that was a sense. few of them. They didn't realize his name was Michael. But anyhow, I said, I want to name him after your brother and he said okay and that's then awesome. that's nice. you know so he ended up with michael robert patrick evans oh, oh. Best name. because oh. he's got like a hispanic name and shit i know right four names like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> two lines on the social security card <laughs> the best so, name to yell though yes he, he knew when he was in real trouble when i hit that second middle mm. name oh yeah mm-hmm. You know, but right? but my dad was Robert. Joe's middle name is Patrick. Okay, so okay. that's how he ended up with that. And uh, you know, I think they think that he's my favorite because I have babied him so much. You know, he had so many problems when he was young. He couldn't hear, and we didn't know. Mm. Oh. So here I have this two-year-old getting a gallon of milk out the fridge because we just thought he was quiet. You know, he talked a little bit, but not a lot. And so by the time he was four, he had ear infection after ear infection. And so they said, you know, we're going to go in and put tubes in his ears, mm-hmm. take his adenoids out. Mm-hmm. I said, I want you to take his tonsils out. And they said, well, we just don't do that anymore. I said, well, I'm asking you to take his tonsils out because I had to have mine out when I was five years old. So after much argument with the doctor, he said, fine, we'll take him out. He comes in after the surgery, said he did really well, and I'm glad you made us take those tonsils out because back behind where we couldn't see, they were rotten, and that's what was oh, causing everything. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So Ew. Good on poor you. Poor kid. Yeah. So we get home, and he's sitting on the couch, and you can hear the train off in the distance, and he's going like this with his hands up on his ears, and he's it's so loud. And, well, 
coming from someone that has hearing mm-hmm. difficulties and I wear hearing aids, you don't hear things and then you hear things and it's like, whoa. Right. So, so everything to him, he had to, you know, get adjusted mm-hmm. to. And um, I took him down to Meadows because they let him come in for speech therapy, um, even though he wasn't going to school there. He was four. Mm-hmm. And oh, they just loved him. <laughs> and then, boy, he started talking. And, Aww. you know, and he was fine. But, you know, that was hard. Sure. Yeah. Sure. As a parent, I could totally, you know, f- see where that where that comes from. You know, and then with, you know, he dislocated his shoulder in football and then he broke his neck his senior year. And oh. it's like, I still baby him because. dislocated his shoulder 16 you more times. You didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the broken neck thing because, um. He was, he made King senior year, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was, uh, yeah, he was homecoming King. Homecoming King. And uh, he had his, he came out of the Hummer. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. And he had a freaking neck brace on and he was. He just got out of the hospital that yeah. day. Yeah. And he was so stoned on morphine. I've got pictures. <laughs> <laughs> he don't remember any of it. I bet. Yeah. I, bet. I remember visiting him in the hospital and then I got him a stuffed animal and I got, it was black and white. And I'm like, I got this because we're mixed. <laughs> The stuffed animal is black and white. I don't know why I did no, that. No, that's but cool. Yeah. yeah, connection. That is a connection. <laughs> yeah. So I remember the the um, neck break, and then also he he had a pretty bad skateboarding accident. Mm. Yeah, remember he was, he was like, oh, up Seattle. in Seattle. In Seattle, yeah, going down the freaking hill. Said Longview. Yes. Is that? I thought it was Seattle. No, he was in Seattle. Was in Seattle was because he was going down like opposite, a long board. He was. Well, he was <laughs> on yeah. board, but no, it was up. It was past Seattle. But anyway, he was his hauling down. Yeah. And so yeah. it's Dumb. like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning during the summer. And I'm getting up walking, you know, before the heat hits. And I'm walking and walking. I've been going for like two hours. And he calls. And I go, hey, this is a nice surprise. He goes, how you doing, mama? And I said, I'm fine. You know, I'm just taking a walk. He goes, okay. He goes, well, I got something to tell you. Don't freak out. And I'm like, oh. Anytime they say don't freak out. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay, what's up? And he said, Okay, I'm in an ambulance and I'm going to Swedish <laughs> hospital. <laughs> well, at least he was talking, so you and, know it wasn't that bad. And I bad. said, "What happened?" And so he told me. He goes, "Dad and Marlette are on their way." And Morgan. And Morgan, were you? There? Did you go too? Yes, I was there. I recorded them popping his shoulder back in. Oh, I was the only one that could watch. And wasn't like <laughs> half of his skin on the road? Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, he had road rash like I couldn't believe. Oh my gosh. You, I didn't. You watched that? Absolutely. You know what? This <laughs> child. I don't know why she wasn't a doctor. I don't like school that much. You know, when <laughs> Joe's appendix longer. burst, uh-huh. he almost died. Because of yeah, this. Yeah, I remember he told us Because, that. yeah. And so they couldn't close his incision. So when he finally got to come home from the hospital after Did 10 she days, she sat yeah, there buddy. and watched me do it every single time. And, you know, and it hurt. I mean, Joe wasn't quiet about it because you know you, yeah. you have to pack it and pull it out Ooh. so by the time it was about a, by the, time, the yeah. strong side of the table <laughs> the weak side of the table i would you do would it do if it. i had to but. Yeah. so so by the time it had closed up to about two inches morgan goes mom can i do it and I said, let me ask your dad. I go, she wants to do it. And he goes, okay. So she just goes around. She gets the gloves out. She puts them on. She gets everything. She sets it out like I do. She gets right to work. <laughs> oh. And how old were you that at that time? Girl. Uh, let's see. She was, it was in uh, 2002. There's no way because I was seven. Yes, you so were seven. Vicente was born in 2002. He was about to be 19. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was seven. Gang, gang, Morgan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
Nice. Somebody's weeding their grass. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. Yep. It is what it is. But, you know, that was a whole experience in me? itself. Yeah, you turned yours off. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yes. we can hear you now. I was trying to avoid that background noise, man. Well, yeah. it's the Tony G show. It's, it's raw. Show. It's, it's raw. Real. It's unedited. <laughs> Weather's nice. People are doing their landscaping. Yeah, we on actually. The one nice day. We are in the Pacific Northwest, and then yesterday was a really windy, rainy, nasty day. Today, typical day. We actually have some sun, so yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cut your grass, yeah. neighbor. It's all good. Yeah. Do what you gotta We've do. heard you filing your nails. Yep. We've heard the dog scratching her ear when it sounded like something else was going on. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Vicente has come in to brush his teeth. <laughs> yep. It's all happened. Oh, I know, man. Did you see did Yes. You to that one? I heard that. Okay. I need a sign or a light that says, like, on air, like, <laughs> podcast going. Yes. Well, but even when we're at work, if I'm or I'm on the phone, they just come in the door and they're like, oh, and I'm all, shh, like, camera, phone. And Roman would come around, like, to my desk, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you're about to be on camera. You're about yeah. to be on camera. So. That's great. Okay, stories about me. Go. <laughs> I love hearing stories about, about me how kid. mean you were. Yes, I was a mean kid. I know that. I told everyone that. that was Nobody Angel. believes. That's me. why you guys get along. Angel was my mean, mean kid. Mm-hmm. Angel was my mean kid, dude. Well, Everybody yeah. was always afraid of her. She was always mean, mugging. Just what they say. Same. Um, RBF. And, she got that from her mama. And she, uh, yeah, dude. You know, a few years ago. Morgan and Michael were in the grocery store with me, or maybe we were at Big Lots or somewhere, and I hear a mama, and I turn around. Michael's got a bucket on his head, <laughs> and Morgan's hitting him oh my God. in the head with a wooden spoon and because she used to do that to him. It was fun. We had one of those... <laughs> We had one of those ice cream buckets, those big ones that we yes. used to keep the blocks yes. in. Yes. She'd dump it, dump it out, put it on Michael's head, and he'd stand there while she'd hit him <laughs> with a wooden it's spoon. It's only half my fault. Shout out he to Michael, there. man, for being awesome. Right? He, he just took everything from them. You Aww. know, he didn't complain. He was quiet. He just... Another reason why they love him more than them. I mean, I'm not denying it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Well, Morgan did ask for stories about her, and it well, got that was led to Michael. Well, it's wait. Let's see. <laughs> Thank you, Trisha. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we could go back to this. So their birthdays are a week apart, Marlette mm-hmm. and Morgan. So the first year we had moved into this house, let's see, Morgan was probably... It was either her first birthday or her second birthday. I think maybe it was her second birthday. And so we had this cake, and maybe it is only her first birthday. She's sitting in the high chair, and she is mad as hell because we are singing happy birthday to her. At two? And I'm not like that anymore. I think think she might have been one, actually. And she's just sitting there, and she's just glaring at everybody, and she's like, I mean, just mad as can be. And Marlette's in the back in the picture, you know, (laughs) posing and smiling. And Michael's sticking his finger in the birthday ice icing. <laughs> I had to fill the void of the mean one. Because you got two happy kids. Life yeah. can't be that easy. <laughs> <laughs> but look how you turned out. Yeah. Now nobody believes me when I'm mean. I'm like, one day it's going to switch back on. Oh, my. Uh, no one's I can testify. Know. Okay. I cannot apologize for that anymore. I'm out of apologies. So I'm not going to You don't have to apologize. I'm <laughs> not going to ask you. Either. I'm just saying I can testify. Okay. Cool. Was she mean to you? Oh, yeah. Once. <laughs> once. One time. 
She was under the influence. Yes. It of wine. Okay. Yeah. Hard drugs. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Not I'm kidding, drugs. everyone. Close I'm kidding, mouth. everyone. Alcohol. Yeah. You know she knows. You know she knows. Okay. okay. You, know, you know the one thing that I... That's why she's the golden child, by the way. <laughs> because she doesn't do drugs. She, does, she doesn't, you know... No, do she's... Do other weird things that other kids do. <laughs> No. Um, Wait. What drag what are the racing? Weird things that our kids do. Drag racing. <laughs> drag racing. Rally cars. No. Um. However, she did try to jump off the roof into the pool. Yeah, because that I would have made twenty dollars. Morgan, to Tourism. risk your life you for twenty dollars, I would have been fine. Shout out to the Madrid zone. That was a fun trip. It was fun, and I would make ten dollars this weekend, but I won't be here. And I wouldn't let you, just like I didn't let you in Arizona, and you can you get can't mad at me. Stop me. Yes, I can. Apparently I just she didn't, didn't know how you to didn't get do it. I, no, I didn't know how to get to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> you climb up. It's fine. <laughs> but but you know the one thing I gotta say about Morgan is I appreciate so much the woman she's become because she speaks her mind mm-hmm. and she she tells her truth mm-hmm. and. Even though sometimes, as a mother, I don't want to hear some of that truth, mm-hmm. but she's right in what she's saying, mm-hmm. and she has she has the ability to say it. You know, she doesn't back down from it, which she's taught me that skill because nice. a lot of times I don't speak my truth. I don't. I I can't. I don't like confrontation. Not mm-hmm. really confrontation, but you know, I, I'm always worried about: Am I going to hurt someone's feelings? You know, even though something needs to be said. Well, I don't think she, so she doesn't sugarcoat it for sure. Exactly. And, but she's respectful about it. Exactly. So I think that's the difference about potentially someone's feelings getting hurt. Yeah. But that's a good quality to have for sure. It is. And I've had to do that in the last couple of weeks, you know, with a coworker Mm -hmm. and I've been able to do that because <laughs> that, that was, was me. <laughs> it wasn't was a fart. It wasn't a fart. I, I was, I was, I was looking, looking for what was that guy on Kung Fu that used to? Kung oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Maybe I'm too old for. Maybe I'm older and you don't remember that. And then I but. snort and it sounds like somebody passed gas. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. I have a few times, but, but, you know, I will say that all of my kids have as adults taught me things, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes I think that adults, as they get older, they get narrow minded and they have tunnel vision Mm -hmm. and they don't stop to think about other things. And because, you know, Marlette's real good about doing it also. And Michael's real quiet, but when we talk, sometimes he is so insightful on stuff. It just blows my mind. Well, it's a reflection of you and Joe and parenting and the way they grew up. So, yeah, you can thank yourself. But, you know, but it helps me with my job because I I stop and think about, okay, this isn't like when my kids went to school. This isn't like when I went mm-hmm. to school. I mean, this isn't like what it was two years ago. Nope. So... I have to open my mind more and think about what these kids are going through and what their home lives are because, you know, nine out of 10 kids are raised by one parent. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot of times that parent isn't hardly home because they're busy trying to support that family. Exactly. And so really they're, what did they used to call us? Uh, lock key or some yeah, lock, lock, lock child. No, was it lock key or latch key? Latch key. Latch key kids. kids yeah. Yeah. You know, so thank you, you know, and then sometimes I think I worked so much and was involved. <laughs> That's the garage, everybody. <laughs> all kind of background i moved the mic and it was like (laughs) well at least it was a garage door not somebody flushing the toilet yeah uh, my neighbor he's always showing off you know he always has to cut the grass first on on the weekend and we'd eat his yard so and then i'm like looking at tony sideways the yard i don't say anything because now you don't have to yeah right oh yeah because i'm i'm Competition? Oh, no, we got to do it. <laughs> Same thing with the Christmas lights. Oh, my goodness. No, I would uh, agree that our children teach us a lot, you know, and but I think it's also a reflection of us. I think so, because, you know, when I was younger, everybody said, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said, I want to be a mom. Nice. Really? I Angel. I want. For real, huh? Yeah. yeah. I, I want to be the mom I never had. Okay. My mom was kind of the same way. You know, and so I wanted to have six kids. Joe cut me off at three. And, you know, which is okay because... It, Can then you I, imagine a Martha and a Molly and a Melvin? No, it would no. have been. <laughs> our the next one would have been sorry. Madison. <laughs> okay, I, just, okay. I just came up with the three first M's that popped in my head. Well, no, we wanted five kids. Yeah. Didn't you technically stop at two because I was a surprise? Morgan was a surprise. Lord, that child was a surprise. We, oh. You know, because... Tell me about it. I w- <laughs> <laughs> because I was taking... I wasn't taking COVID. Um, <laughs> I, I had to take, you know, fertility drugs to get pregnant after we had Marlette. And so... Oh, when I were so close. And so when... And I was doing in-home daycare. Mm-hmm. And decided, you know, I wanted to be home to raise my kids and... I could raise other people's kids, too, right. because I just wanted to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And so one of the kids came, and they had pink eye. I got pink eye. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to the doctor, and he comes in, and I said, you know, I've got pink eye. He goes, you sure do. He goes, are you doing okay? I said, no, I don't feel good. I'm tired. I think I have iron deficiency. I just feel like <laughs> crap. Woo. And he goes, well, well, let's check your blood. And I said, okay. So he took blood. Well, he ran a pregnancy test. I didn't know that. So I get home, and the woman that worked with me in the daycare, she said, you got to call from the um, doctor's office. The nurse wants you to call. So I call and say my name, and the nur- I said, the nurse wants to talk to me. Well, the doctor gets on the phone. And I said, hey, what's going on? He goes, okay, well, we ran your blood, and your iron's fine, but you are pregnant. Where do you want me to call in your prenatal vitamins? And I go, are you kidding me? He goes, I would never kid you about that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So Joe comes home, and I'm just sitting on the couch. He goes, are you okay? I go, I'm pregnant. And he goes, oh. And he walks into the kitchen to put his lunchbox down. (laughs) (laughs) And he comes back in, and he sits on the couch. He goes, really? (laughs) He's like, what? So then, that was our family doctor. So then I call my gynecologist who delivered Michael. Uh And I said, you know, 
I said, can I talk to him? So he gets on the phone and I love Dr. Wu. He retired, but oh, oh my gosh. And, and I said, I'm pregnant. And he goes, you are? I said, yeah, I don't understand how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we got to go back to that? And he goes, if you don't know by now. And I said, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I said, you know, he goes, sometimes that pill just kicks you back into, you know, where, where you, you need to be. be. Yeah. And so, um, you know, my parents were in their, you know, I think my mom was 38. My dad was 42. Wow. Um, when, when they had me and then. You know, my sister, I think my mom was almost 43. Wow. When she had her. And so it was really hard, not only growing up in a small town, I'm from Raymond, you know, and it's just a little logging town. Where is that town. located at? It's, you go down toward Montesano. Okay. And then you take the cutoff and you go down Highway 101. It's okay. And, you know, so you That's have. on the coast or? Yeah, it's so like going to Cape Disappointment. But see, how, I don't even know where that is. Yeah, me neither. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go to a lot of places in Washington. Morgan took me there a couple years ago. But Great disappointment. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't disappoint though. Nope. <laughs> gotta check it out, babe. So um, Raymond, Washington. So Raymond, yeah. There's Raymond in South Bend, and my mom was like born and raised in South Bend. Um, but you know, it was. What was I talking about? So there, had, there isn't a lot of black people in Raymond. Just that you, it, no. you started. So, <laughs> You started with... <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just guessing because... No, the nope. first black family moved in when I was in eighth grade. Okay. You started with w- what you wanted to do when you grow up. You wanted to oh, be a yeah, mom. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you were talking about getting pregnant with this one. and Yeah. And so, anyhow, I just, I wanted to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I know what it was. So, after, I said, I, know, I guess I'm not going to have any kids after I'm 30. And uh-huh. I was... I was 30 when Morgan was born. Okay. Turned 31 right after that. And, and Joe didn't want any more kids. So so I said, okay. <laughs> Joe made the right choice. <laughs> well, Kids are expensive. Tony, yeah. did he ever tell you about his experience with his vasectomy? No. Why? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think he did because we shared our stories. Probably when we were driving to freaking Lincoln City. Lincoln City. Because I had a really funny story. Um, when I did mine, 26 years old after Vicente was born, the doctor was crazy, crazy, funny. Uh, you know, I'm all, I'm tatted up and whatnot. And he said, he lifted up my freaking gurney or what, what not gurney, what's it called? Like the, <laughs> the, 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 the gown? Yeah, 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 not the gurney. Uh, the gown. And he was like, you got any tattoos on your pecker? <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god. god. I like looked at it and I'm like, yo, doc, like no, man, I don't. I was really nervous. You should have said, nervous. but it's pierced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, so um Morgan's like, remember I'm here. <laughs> and then this guy was like trying to be funny. I don't know, he was he knew I was Mexican, obviously by my last name, but he was like, Do you have any Gallegos family in New Mexico? That's where I went to med school. I was like, No, I don't have I don't think I have any family in New Mexico. And he was like all right, well, um, this you might recognize this smell a little bit. It might smell like carne asada to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he's cauterizing. You could see Sick. smoke. It was weird. But I, I do think Joe told me about his, uh, well, his experience. Well, well, let me tell you, because Joe doesn't know the entire experience. And I'm going to tell you why. They gave him a little something to help him relax because he was really nervous. Yeah. Oh, and, I could understand that. And I said, can I go in and watch? Because yeah. I wanted to see. Really? Yeah. Why? I, I would go. 
I'd go in. Yeah, no, he I, wouldn't I, let me. I would do it. No. So I go in. And, you know, he sits in this chair and I'm like, yeah, get them legs up in them stairs. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to know what this feels like. Okay. So you wanted him to suffer. I got it. You had to throw your legs in stirrups? Yeah, they put, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was an uncomfortable thing, honestly. Uh, how do you think we feel? And the and the chair is kind of short, so, that, you know, all their it's joints just kind of hang in there. Yeah. You have to scooch to the end. They're like, yep. closer, closer in your leg. And so anyhow, <laughs> so they're, they're telling him, you know, what they're going to do. And, and he says, all right, he goes, I'm going to numb you up a little bit. So you're going to feel a little pinch. And, you know, Joe, he's, he's got no pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he broke his arm, I could hear him screaming in the emergency room from the parking lot when I pulled in. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And they gave him enough morphine to put him down, the nurse said, but he wouldn't relax enough. So, wow. So Michael gets that from his dad, accident prone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep, and no pain tolerance. Oh, my. he walked around with a broken neck for yeah. two days. Yeah. None of us believed him though. But also, I mean, shout out to him. Glad he is cool. But he passed out in the middle of getting a tattoo, and I know that happens to people. But he was like, "No, it hurts," and he's gonna come for me on this. How big was the tat, though? It was a tight the Washington State that's oh, on no. his. Oh, oh my! Come on, Michael. <laughs> yeah. No, but that, dude, tattoos hurt, man. No, and, no, they and feel good. If you don't eat, there's a lot of factors going involved. Yeah, that, but, I okay. I agree with that, but. Back to Joe when it's yeah. So anyhow, so his junk's hanging. Yeah, Doctor and so, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to recap, <laughs> we don't need any visuals. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Morgan is not okay with this conversation. She's scrolling on her phone like Molly, <laughs> telling everyone the snacks I'm getting for tomorrow. <laughs> while I've got the time. <laughs> So anyhow, they they give him something to numb him, and he goes, "All right, I'm gonna get started." And so you know he he does the first incision, and I see him pull the tube out, and they cut it, and they cauterize it, and then shake it back in, and they they go to start the second one, and you know we're all looking down there, and all of a sudden we hear, (laughs) (laughs) of course. He was sound asleep, (laughs) and the doctor had to stop because he was laughing so hard. (laughs) Him and the nurse, and they're like, "This is a first. Oh my! (laughs) They gave him some good, good stuff. For real, they didn't give him much. But I tell you what, when it comes to anything that they give him to relax him, he's out. He's out. You know, he didn't like to take. Tylenol, he didn't like take anything like that. And so he's like, I don't like pills. I don't like pills. I'm not going to take pills. And, you know, sometimes you have to force the antibiotics down him. It's like, yeah. I cut it up, put it in the applesauce. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, I've done that to him. I'm not kidding you. So, anyhow, yeah. So he slept through the whole thing. And I woke him up. I said, You're done. You know, and of course. That's probably a good thing because I do recall. All that part didn't hurt or anything or, you know, numbing part, all that didn't hurt. But at the end, he freaking, the doctor, like, did something. I don't know what he did. I don't know if he squeezed something or, you know, but it literally, he goes, I'm sorry, but you're going to want to punch me after this. And he did something. I was like, ah! He was like, I got to check that. Everything's working. 
I was like, dude, that's not <laughs> cool, <laughs> man. Probably to make sure he didn't cut like the feeling there, tube or, or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I, if I was close Ooh. to him, I would have socked that dude right in his jaw, but it was so painful. You should have told him you knew the Gallegos in New Mexico. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and you were going to be giving them a call. Right? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, other than that, and then also the ride home was pretty uh, painful. <laughs> Joe okay. slept all the way home. So, you know, if you're going towards Safeway from here, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know how people make a left before the lights to go on the Safeway, and it's like this by yes. Chipotle? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Durango. <laughs> they give you these weird, like, stocking underwears anyway, and then they, they I, put yeah. ice down there. So I'm wearing that. I'm uncomfortable. And <laughs> we're going to the store to get you something, right? A and bag of I frozen totally peas, probably. Yeah. <laughs> in the drawing on, I totally did, it didn't click, right? I'm just like, oh, and he's like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, she was jamming oh God, over those so peas. And he's like, oh. you do that shit on purpose. Okay. And funny. then you were going, and I gave birth three times. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, man up, basically. Right. Well, that's funny to me because I'm the one that drove Michael home from the hospital after he broke his neck, and I'm going like 25 oh. in like a 40 because I'm like, no, you want he's going to yeah. break okay, his going, neck again. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like barely moving, and he's like, can you hurry up? And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hit like a rock. He's like, go, drive. And I'm like, okay. So I sped up to like 35. He's like, it's 40. <laughs> And I'm like, look at me and say that to my face. And then he would start laughing because he couldn't like turn his neck. <laughs> yeah. He'd have to turn his Wait whole body. You drove him home from when he broke his neck? Yes. Who was in the car with you, me or dad? It was just me and Michael. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you was, didn't have your license. Yeah, yes, I did. You were probably a He was a senior. I was a, so- I, I was a junior. Okay. Yeah. I drove him home in my Saturn. And I don't know why you guys let that happen. I'm the one that drove because home, you're the responsible one. <laughs> there you go. Big there facts. You go. But yeah. no, I was barely moving. He's like, go faster. And I'm like, you want me to go faster? Say that to my eye. And he's like, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. Now, quiet. And then I'm just like beads of sweat. I'm like, oh, God, nobody Nervous. come up on me. <laughs> so the laugh reminds me. So Michael does favor you, but he sounds just like Joe. Yes. Just like Joe. Do you know that? Yeah, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They both giggle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joseph, I mean, that guy is so funny. I, I miss Joe. I would love to have okay. him on this show. Dude. Oh. Like, <laughs> it would be the longest show ever. <laughs> and he would just tell the story of how he broke his arm. <laughs> two hours long. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah. So what were we talking about? <laughs> Don't give your dad a hard time. No, no he, he knows. He, he knows. Yeah. I know, but he, you know what? He just has a lot of stories in him, and they definitely try to flow out in, in yes. between other stories, and then they never get to the last. It just know. cracks me up. He'll start with the arm, and then he'll tell you about all six of his brothers, and yep. his two sisters, and then how he went to the Grand Canyon, and that and one he met, time he, he went to Terry. Alabama, and then he's like, yeah, so when I went to the hospital for my arm, you're like... That was hours ago. He's like, and? Love it. You're going to have to start over. Love it. Tony, when we got to Lincoln City, I was like, so how was the ride? And he's like, I love it. And I was like, I probably would have been like, oh my God. How long was that drive? Three hours? Four hours? Three hours? It seemed like it was 15 minutes. (laughs) And he didn't get any word in. Yeah. Not one word. And he was just, I heard his whole life story. 
and it was just amazing, man. I love yep. it. I love it. He's a he's a cool cat. Like I I love that dude so much, man. He's a funny good guy. Dude. Yeah, we do. And I job. love I love so like as a father, right? I love his relationship with his with his kids. All oh, three of his kids. He's such a good like, dad. They love him so much, and they they laugh together and they crack jokes together and uh every time they're around each other i'm just like an envy of this dude you know i mean i got a good relationship with my kids and we you know we all we're we're a really tight family too um but joe and his his kids man it's just <laughs> funny when they're together all three all four of them it's just like they're just on another level <laughs> and it's it's funny shit man i love it yeah. shout out to joe you know and and he was so active with everything. I mean, we both were. And, you know, a lot of times we worked a lot of extra stuff. And during, you know, the school year when football started, I go to work at 6 in the morning, and I wouldn't get home till 10 o'clock Yeah, at you night guys were so involved in that. That's another thing that I was envious of. You guys were, like, amazing parents, both of you guys. And Thank you. <laughs> Stop it. I'm talking to your mom right now. You're not um, a parent. You're a godparent. Like you guys were always, you were doing the scoreboarding and the games and the books and he was security. It was like yeah, amazing. And, and you know, and it started, it started in elementary school because I was PTSA president at Meadows for six years okay. and then kind of took a little break through middle school. I went to one act dance and told myself I could never do that again. <laughs> Good because I was getting freaky at those dances. <laughs> no, I was it. doing the stinky hot pink pants. Okay. Absolutely, you were the, I looked good. You were the one in the in the on the trampoline in the jumpy house. Stop it. I was, and then <laughs> I was on the floor doing the stanky leg. Okay, and making my friends dance with their crushes, and then making fun of them for dancing with their crushes. Okay. It was well, a great friend. You didn't make Angel dance no, she because she didn't dance. I respect Angel. Yeah, I mean I respect everyone, <laughs> but I respect Angel's decisions. <laughs> yeah, well, I went once when Marlette was in seventh grade and mm -mm, never went again <laughs> and and then i decided they needed they needed someone to chaperone at river ridge dance i didn't think i made it through the first dance and that was the only one i ever did then you know i just i just You're like, come it. out of here yeah it was too much. but uh six feet apart please six feet apart off the floor get off her <laughs> that's what it, i wanted to say yeah it's you funny. didn't drop the soap stand up <laughs> But they have they have weird rules here in Washington too when it comes to dance. Uh no, they bring the stupid permission slip home that has rules and nobody obeys them and nobody enforces them. Like you them. can't like dirty dance or you know. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't bend over like the rules. Yeah. Like I read, I would read them. You can't sign. bend over more than like a forty five degree angle. Yeah, it they was don't like enforce them. Oh, so ge geometry? They're the yes. geometry yeah. on you? Uh, okay, do I have a funny story? Because you said permission slip. I don't think I ever told you this. Oh, I only oh, ever shit. told uh, all I my friends. <laughs> so you know how we had like all that colored paper? Um, Did you in the, make some shit up? They all the permission slips they had were for all the tickets they had. We had the same weird colored paper. It was like a seafoam green, and I took my permission slip home and made like a hundred copies. And gave them out to everyone. <laughs> and the gym was packed. I was so cool. Dude, you were like a promoter. <laughs> I was like, everyone's like, no, they use a special paper. No, okay. I was like, I have the paper at home. I have that paper at home. Uh, what? <laughs> and Girl, you could have like collected $3 per paper or something. I just wanted friends. Side hustle. You just wanted friends. friends. <laughs> you still would have had friends. I know. <laughs> I mean, I was friends with everyone in I high just, school. I just wanted but I was to be just cool. Like, oh no! Because basically, with that, they got him free. Because supposedly, somebody already paid their ticket, right? 
I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you turn in a permission slip, then you like you were allowed to go. Oh. I don't. I feel like it was the one. It wasn't like homecoming. It was like the Sadie's dances. Okay. Um, where it wasn't like the big dance. Gotcha. So not everyone was like going. They're like, okay, well, this is the max capacity. I'm like, <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? Because my mom buys weird colored paper. <laughs> And I can do what I want. So what what year was this? What grade were you guys in? I think it was like sophomore year. Okay. Yeah. But I also signed all my own stuff because she let you let me. And you have a weird signature and dad's signature is exact cursive. So I used to it's easy. Yeah. Do you my I'm like, just hey, glad I'm to know I, I always wondered where that paper went. <laughs> <laughs> now you no know idea. Hundred copies. So I feel yeah. like every child not every child, but every parent has experienced a child signing their name because we sent they signed mine what grade was he in he was like little i think i remember that he was in like fifth grade yes when he started who knows i was here when you guys were yelling at him <laughs> and i was like or did he sign yeah, he, he signed your tg or something how you do your tg or i don't know what he signed but it was like really <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I was always signing, but I would be like, hey, I don't have time like to go home. So I would text them and be like, I'm signing this. This is what I'm doing. They're like, I, At least I you, mean, you she, told, yeah. she told me, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes she called me and she'd be like, yeah, I'm getting coffee. And I go, it's, you're supposed to be at school. It's okay. I got Bob's car. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's what I'm well, saying. It's probably and- some, cause I know Angel, I'm not going to say no names, but uh, a teacher used to always let her like. Go yeah, but Angel wouldn't stuff. text me. I happened to be getting on the freeway, <laughs> seeing her making a left at McDonald's, and I'm like, uh, what are you doing? I'm getting coffee for Miss... Uh, okay, but yeah. what was she driving? Her Honda. She was driving the teacher's no. cars. I would take the teacher's car. <laughs> she had two different teachers. She took the cars. Yeah. Actually, I commented, so one of my t- teachers that let me take his car, um, he was like, my morning's gone horrible. I forgot my lunch and my coffee at home. Happy Tuesday. I was like, if I was in school, just give me the keys and I'll go get you a coffee. <laughs> he responded, he was like, I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. Now he can't trust the kids, probably. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. But, I mean, teachers love me. And I think it was because I was so opposite of Marla and Michael. And they were like, really? You're in Evans? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you do look like Marla. And then they would see me talking with Michael. I'm like, he's my brother. And they're like, you're nothing like him. Here's no. my keys. Have you ever seen the video of her in her basketball oh, yeah. warm-up standing on the desk that with was the music Farley's. playing? And I'll say yeah. and Yes. You know, yeah. they just, didn't you guys just repost that? I just re- yeah. I remade one, too. I made Avery film a video. <laughs> I sent it to Miss Farley. She was like, <laughs> Wait a minute. Stop. Okay. No. I filmed Shout the video. Oh my gosh, my mom filmed the video. She was dealing out the one dollar bills. <laughs> yes, I'm the one that did it. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Very I was much. never in Miss Farley's class, and Miss <laughs> <laughs> Farley would she would message us like we knew what was going on when Angel yes. when she uh, had the shoulder surgery. I was trying. I was going to say it wrong. Yeah, and she had her sling off. <laughs> And Miss Farley was like, uh, or no, you took a picture. Somebody took a picture and sent it to me. Snitched on her. But shout out, I just want to say shout out to Miss Farley. We love Miss Farley. Best teacher ever. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was never my teacher. And (laughs) I was sleeping on a table once in there during uh, Flex. And Miss. Across the table. Yes. Across the table. I was like laying on the table. And then the principal at the time. 
was walking. <laughs> We're not dropping no names. Was walking through and <laughs> they, um, huh? Were you gonna say he she? I said they. No, just miss. Yeah, mm-hmm. the principal was walking through, <laughs> and they're like just checking out, doing like their principal walk through, and then everyone apparently was trying to get Miss Farley's attention, and Miss Farley's like, I have things to do, like. Shut up, basically. And this teacher, principal person was like, everything good, Miss Farley? And she's like, well, just a low-key day. <laughs> and then she left. <laughs> and now Miss Farley and I will text each other, just a low-key day, while now, it's something not low-key at all. <laughs> now, now you weren't even her student at that time. No, no I was never, never. her student. <laughs> no. I was never her student. But she was in there sleeping on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I love Miss Farley. Mm-hmm. That's my girl. Oh, she's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes Morgan tells me about the things she did, and I'm just like, wow. You know what? Our kids, well, not really resented because she's still 18, but we learned a lot about Angel oh, after yeah. like she went to college. Well, yeah, because she was grounded when she was in high school. <laughs> okay. okay, there's another person. Another person. Angel, I know you're going to listen to this. We got your back, girl. For real. We got I your don't back. recall her being grounded all the so time. I'm, like I'm, she says. Hey, I remember I'm, saying to Morgan. Because Morgan you, was always over. That's why well, it wasn't like she a wasn't grounding. A, well, she wasn't able to go. Because so she came I said, here. I said, I get that okay, now. I know you're friends with her. Why is she in trouble all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that this was okay. Oh, yeah, you know, right? Like, you really need to why, be hanging out with her? <laughs> why is she in trouble all the time? I will, I'm going to take And Morgan fool. goes, she didn't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> True. I got your back, Angel. True. Like, I, you know, <laughs> oh, my God. Accountability is important. <laughs> and um, I was just super overprotective. Like, that's totally my fault. Honestly. He was no man. Yeah. No, like they would be like, Poppy cannot know. Oh, I know. And I'd be like, can you at least let them get it out and savor it for a second? No, I, re- I remember. I had to learn that. Oh, I remember. I had to learn that. Angel was at our house and I said, we're going to go do this. Why don't you see? If- no, he'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even going to ask. Well, even every time I was like, hey, I'm going to go to Angel's. And then you'd be like, why doesn't she ever come here? And I'm like, she's grounded. <laughs> I have to go there. I think that she... Sometimes might have just said she was grounded because she knew I was going to say no. And she maybe didn't want to like even go there. I feel like sometimes she did, but she was. She wouldn't have to say that to me. For whatever reason, she was in trouble for, I don't remember. I don't even know. She was a great kid. She was, but she was mouthy. Yeah. Oh, that's probably what got her Her and I, yeah, butted heads. And you, you uh, were very. (laughs) I was just overprotective. I know that for a fact. yeah, Yeah. And Yeah. Which I do regret that, <laughs> but it's I. You know, being what, a though? parent, you don't have a manual, it, right? It, no, yeah. no. And trust me, after the first one, you know, you learn things. After the second one, I was looking back up in there to find that manual, and there was nothing in there. <laughs> and then the third yeah. one, you don't give a shit <laughs> because she's perfect. <laughs> and uh, in our situation, I said she. I know, but both Angel and Roman are throwing like, chairs downstairs. Uh, if we even did an inkling of what Vicente has done. We would have been under the house, like mm-hmm. six feet under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By then we're that. seasoned parents, right? Like we're seasoned <laughs> and, uh, you know, we know how to handle things and take things and, and surprise. not be so. <laughs> yeah, Marlo was always mad. Um, like the two or three times I before I had like my license and I just had my permit and you guys would like let me drive a friend or take someone somewhere. She's like, 
I could never do that. And I'm like, well, you didn't ask. <laughs> Maybe if you would have asked to do it, they would have said yes, rather than getting caught in the Jack in the Box drive through Okay, yeah, because here's the difference. <laughs> she asked. Every time she asked, and she would call me, and she'd say, hey, we're at the school. I know I'm not supposed to have nobody in the car, but so-and-so doesn't have a ride home from the basketball game, and I don't want to leave him here. Okay, I agree. Do not leave that girl there. Take her home. Mm-hmm. Marlette gets her <laughs> license. That same day, she goes, I'm going to go drive. I said, okay, you know the rules. Nobody in the car. So she's gone. About 20 minutes later, I'm thinking, I wonder what she's doing. So I call her. Mm -hmm. She goes, hi, Mom. I said, hi. She goes, hey, hold on a minute. Hi, can I take your order? She goes, yeah, I'd like. She goes, what do you guys want? (laughs) (laughs) She had a car full. I hear all these voices saying what they want. And I'm like, oh. Are you freaking kidding me? She answered the phone. Yeah, she's funny. So she's funny. I said, take them home and get your butt home. And I think I was listening at my door at her getting yelled at. And you were probably like, (laughs) no, literally, arms crossed, like, shouldn't have done that. (laughs) I would never do that. I'm just going to (laughs) ask. And I did. But yes, they think that I got away with a lot. I'm like, I didn't get away with anything. I asked to do those things. They mm-hmm. knew everything I was doing. Yeah. But I think now that we've all like grown up and they know how much I like ask to do things or like I'm an oversharer, like completely oversharer. And they know that they're like, oh, you really didn't get away with anything. You just you just asked to do it. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. It's like, yeah, because if they said no, I grew up with you two. I knew I would get in trouble, so right. I wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had certain rules because it's like, okay, when I was in high school, I used to race my car at a 67 Mustang, and mm-hmm. I would go out on the Belleville Flats, and I was one of the only girls with a muscle car. Yeah. And I used to <laughs> go into this little... Shout out Raymond. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go into this little store down in South Bend where this old lady worked the night shift. And I'd grab my keys and I'd walk in like I was 21 and I'd put my baby Millers up on the Oh, <laughs> yeah, dang, baby Millers. You. And she'd sell them to me. And then, you know, we'd go to Westport and hang out on the beach and drink baby Millers. So, you know, I'm not naive. And so my only rule was if you go to a party and they're drinking, here's your two rules. Don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. Don't get in a car with anybody mm-hmm. that's drinking. Call me. You won't be in trouble. I'll take everybody home. Yep. I said, if you do it, you're going to lose your car, period. You know, because like I said, I'm not naive. I mm-hmm. knew I knew that that could happen. Sure. And I think there was only one time that Marlette called, you know, and uh, I think she had gotten a ride with someone. And, you know, I went and picked her up and yeah. you know, whoever else was coming with her. I oh, never yeah. went to a party in high school except for, actually, I mean, we weren't in high school. It was a graduation party. And I went. <laughs> And everyone was drinking. And I was like, DD. This is lame. You should have been a DD. I was a DD for the two friends I was with. And See? they were like, this is lame. And then I tried to steal a giraffe statue. And then they told me I couldn't. And so we left. <laughs> and we went, I think we went to the movies. But how, I never went to a party in high how, school. How old were you when you first tasted alcohol? Because I remember you. 18. Uh, were, were you well, 18? it was the day before I was 18, 17. Here. I bet you. No. Oh, good. It was at uh, this uh, house. Lake House Shanae was house sitting for, and we were all there like swimming and stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I turn 18 tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot. 
It wasn't good. <laughs> is that is that when that boy was kissing you? Uh, no, that was on my 18th. That was that was James. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't like kissing me. I said I would party with my family and friends if James kissed me, because I like James at the time. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you got to make things happen for yourself. So hey, like, you can't like, kiss Sa- me. Self advocate. I will party. Kiss me and we party. <laughs> Break it down, yo. Dang. I love Dang. you, Morgan. Cops got called. I was hiding in the closet. And I was like, woo. This is what we were missing Happy out 18th on. 18th birthday. Oh, it was great. The cops got called? I didn't know that. Absolutely. Cops got called all the time we lived in that house. That's a store for another time. Anyways. Oh, but, was this a house y'all rented? Yeah, the big one. Yeah. Same one that you and Angel are both wrapped around the toilet? No, no. that's me and Marlott's apartment. Yeah. Um, oh. But it was Angel and Bree then? It was Angel yeah, and Yeah, it was Angel and Bree. Okay. And then they fell asleep and I covered them with blankets. And then Marla was like, I'm going to give them my profile. And I'm like, they're fine. And I was drugged. And then she was like, you're not fine. I'm like, I'm not fine. But anyways, <laughs> so that night, that's when I thought Angel left. And so I'm sobbing because she came home from college. Oh, you were on the stairs yes, sobbing. And I, I remember that. stairs sobbing. So I'm like, she really left my birthday. <laughs> you didn't say goodbye. And everyone left out in the bathroom. No, she was outside <laughs> <laughs> for like maybe five, ten minutes. And so she came in and she's like sitting on the stairs with me, like, I'm here. I'm like, I thought you left me. <laughs> and we've never been closer. <laughs> so, Terry, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Parent to parent, what, what do you think is harder being a parent from when they're zero to 18 or 18 and above? I think it's it's it was probably harder zero to 18. I, I got to tell you, I miss them so much, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish part of me wishes I could still live with them sure. because I miss them so much. And, you know, 18 years from, for each of them went by way too fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's like, how do I have a 31 year old? Right. Mm-hmm. Almost 32. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, how is that even possible? And I look back and it's like, man, maybe I worked too much and I didn't spend enough time with them. And but you then, have to, though. I mean, you got to pay the bills, you know, you, you got to work. Yeah. And then I thought, you know, you look back and it's like, oh, my gosh, I should have done this better and I should have done that better. You know, but you can't can't live like that. No. Thankfully, I I have, you know, the most amazing kids. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got and a that has to do cl- with close relationship. with That them has too. to do mm-hmm. with how you raise them and. The parent that you were during that time frame, zero to eighteen. You, you know, know, and and Joe and I made a good team. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we were a good team, um, raising our kids, and we loved them, and you know, we we gave them us, mm-hmm. not just you know what they needed. It was like they had us, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there was times that he he would get really upset about something, and. I don't know. Do you guys know the the story about when he he was mad and we were all sitting at the dinner table? <laughs> Maybe that's one of my favorite stories. Like I said, I heard your whole your whole life story <laughs> three hours to Lincoln but, City. But we were sitting at the dinner table. That was and, great and freaking great. Michael was sitting next to Michael, or Michael was sitting next to Joe. I was at the opposite end of the table, and the girls were sitting by each other and. You know, he was so angry and I don't know what the kids had done. And we're, you know, we're eating. It's all quiet. And Michael goes, (laughs) he goes, 
want to know how to make a boogie dance? Oh. <laughs> a, a, a tissue. Or, no, wanna, how, do you, how do you make a hanky dance? Yeah. And, and, jo- and he goes, you put a little boogie in it. <laughs> and Joe sat there and he took a bite and all of a sudden he dropped his fork and he lost it. <laughs> I mean, he laughed and laughed and laughed. And then all the rest of us laughed because we knew it was okay to make noise. Marlette was mad because I mean, Marlette told it a few days before, but nobody heard her. And Michael stole it. Oh, and then, oh, yeah. He stole her thunder. And, and oh, that's why yeah. she, and she, she claims she's not funny anymore. And she was so mad. She goes, Michael, that was my joke. <laughs> Dad, I told you that joke a few days ago. Yeah. He didn't need it then. He it was great. It that night. Yeah, oh, he, was great. He's always up for a good joke. Yeah. You know, and then there was that one night when we slid the ketchup across the table. <laughs> <laughs> he slid it to me. Yeah. And it tipped over and went everywhere. <laughs> it just went everywhere. <laughs> oh, that was great. And then all yeah. the times I was like, how was everyone's day? And then everyone would be mad. And I'm like, cool. And then Michael would have to go to the bathroom after we oh, finished time eating. to clean up. Yeah, and so Marlo mm-hmm. and I would clean everything up. He's like, oh, I don't feel good. And that's why nobody believed him when he broke his neck. That's what we sent there. <laughs> because he used to be a pathological liar about not feeling good. Because mm. he didn't want to clean with us. There's but always that one I kid. Will, I'll still give him props because he did walk around with nobody he believing He went him. and coached a soccer game, remember? In no, Seattle. I thought he played in, a soccer yeah. game. No, he no. coached it and it then ended up laying soccer. down on the bleachers. That's mm-hmm. right. And yeah. then he said the yeah. bus ride home but, was really tough. Yeah. yeah. He, they, yeah, they told me he was laying on the track because he just couldn't move. It could have been one oh, long... Yeah. yeah. Well, the you teacher know? stood him up and walked him to the office and they called me and said he bumped his head. And understatement I, of the year yeah. uh, of the lifetime put his foot, foot in a wall they didn't tell us that yeah oh. yeah but you know they were our kids were always so much fun you know we had big uno tournaments oh. <laughs> nice. and you know they they'd get vicious and it's when, not a game and when michael was a freshman we had this um, exchange student from Japan because Michael took Japanese his freshman I remember year. That. So he came and, and stayed with us, and he was very quiet and very respectful. And oh, so we were teaching the Evans household. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, with my rambling. Yeah. It was really quiet after Marlette moved out, though. So I don't know. I think a lot it of the was. noise came from her. I mean, it was like it was boring, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys missed Morgan's You just went to Great. your room. Well, yeah, because I was boring, apparently. <laughs> I entertained myself. But anyhow, by the time he left, because we taught him to play Uno, he was standing up, not knowing a lot of English, in your face, throwing his arms down. <laughs> I love it. Take that. Reverse, reverse. <laughs> because... They would all do that. And Joe was really good about standing up and throwing his card down. Yeah. So he started doing that. So before he left, I bought him a really nice deck of Uno cards Aww, to take with him. Nice. But, you know, it was just, you can't be quiet in our in our house, you yeah. know? It would be really funny because he would run down the stairs like, Uno? <laughs> Uno? And we're all like, yeah. Let's go. Let's so, go. Where is he from? Japan. Japan. Get the yeah. Kansas The soda. loudness. So remember that time? Yes. Roman had the um, SATs <laughs> yeah. the next morning, yeah. and Marlette and Morgan were over, and we were yeah. sitting at the table, and you know when the two laugh? 
is really loud. Marlette's got the very loud. Yeah, she does. So I, I beautiful can be, laugh. I can be loud too, and so the three of us are like, ha, 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 ha. and it's like one Yo. o'clock in the morning. It wasn't that late. Midnight. No, it I was mean, like it was out 10, there. 10, 10 11. Like, I think it was around like eleven ish. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that, but Roman yeah, the SATs at seven a.m. Roman's standing <laughs> at the top of the stairs. Mom, mom, mom. Like what? Can you guys like be quiet in there? I gotta get up early. And I was like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> oh my! You should have walked around the corner and said, "In your face!" <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, Michael did that once when we all lived in the big house. Me, Avery, Marlette, and Athena were finishing watching uh, the X Factor, uh-huh. and the people who we wanted to win one and so they were like alex and sierra and we we're screaming <laughs> and we had to record it and so it was like midnight and he <laughs> comes down and he's like hey and we're all like michael <laughs> you can yell and he was like <laughs> and he's like i have to be up early here i have to open and then he's all soft and we're like we upset Michael. Oh, yeah, Michael never gets upset. You know who's real when Michael comes down yelling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, when they moved into that house, she was only 17. Bex. She, she moved out when she was 17, and I was okay with it because she was almost 18. But you already graduated, right? Yeah, yeah. she already graduated. But she was moving with her brother and sister. Yeah. Right. And about two months later, she's got to get all her wisdom teeth cut out. <laughs> and so... Good time. I went and picked her up. I took her in. And they, you know, they said, you can come sit with her. She's done. And she was just happy as could be. And they're asking her questions. And she's answering. I don't know what she was saying. So we get her in the car. And so she's out asleep. She's just out. Big car baby. So mm-hmm. I stop at Shopco to get her um, medication, and she doesn't wake up. So I just left her in the car. <laughs> and <laughs> thanks, <laughs> glad I'm you, here with us today. You were 18, yeah, and I I'm lock- a beautiful, eligible bachelorette. <laughs> and I locked could have been snatched up. I locked you in. Windows were breakable. Left your, left your window cracked a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> anyways, anyways, so I get her home, and I go, "Come on, sweetheart, you're home." Come on, get up. We got to get out of the car. She sits up and she looks at the house and she goes, who lives here? (laughs) (laughs) I said, you do. She goes, wow, nice place. (laughs) (laughs) Proud of myself. That was a beautiful home. Yeah. So I get her out. We go to the front door. She goes, you sure I live here? (laughs) I said, yeah, you do. I said, your friends are here waiting for you. So I open the door and walk in and they're, they're up there, and she's like, wow. You know, so we get her upstairs and get her in bed, and she is laughing, and we're laughing. And who, who was there? Was uh, was Amanda there? No, it was uh, Sarah, because Sarah took care of me for like three days. Sarah, and was Shout Angel out. there too? It was Sarah I, I and somebody. I think Angel might have been there. Yeah, I think it was Angel. Sarah and Angel, maybe. And so... You know, I'm standing in the doorway. It was Avery. It was Sarah and Avery. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. I still don't think it was Avery. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> so, Angel might have been in college. Or, yeah. Yeah. But it was somebody. But anyhow, she's 
she's laughing and she's sitting there and we're all laughing and she's funny. We're cracking up and all of a sudden she starts bawling. I remember hearing this. And I go, what is wrong? She goes, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Them drugs. Yeah. I said, I said, I said, okay. I said, you got to take some medicine. Do you want something to eat? You know? So finally she just took her medicine, went to sleep. And then I was, no, we were on the phone with Marlette and I'm sobbing and you're saying, Morgan, go to sleep, go to sleep. And I'm like, okay, okay, bro. It's like, Morgan, just go to sleep. I'm like, okay. I just knocked out. Yeah. Marla told me that. Yeah. Marlette was on the phone because I was like, I got to get somebody else on the phone. I need backup. (laughs) Help. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, the next day, Sarah, um, I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm cool and I can handle being in all this pain. So I invite Sarah over. We're like watching movies. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go downstairs and make some eggs because I'm hungry. And like, I can slurp the scrambled eggs up. And I'm down there and I'm like, Sarah, you screamed. And that had to hurt. No, I I didn't really scream. Sarah, I was like, okay. Ah, ah. <laughs> so she runs down, and I'm like, watch the eggs. And I like ran to the bathroom because I was gonna puke. I didn't oh. puke. I was just like sat in the bathroom for 20 minutes, and I thought I was in there for like a minute. And I come out, and the eggs are in the fridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Sarah's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sorry about the eggs. Um, are they almost done? And she's like. They're You've been done. in there for like half an hour, and I'm like, "Who? You gotta go they home." Need to get you a little bell. Ding, ding, ding. I was like, "You gotta go home." She's like, "I am not leaving you. <laughs> You're crazy." Yeah. But yeah, and I said, "What do you need?" Time. And she goes, "I need mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes." From so I went to KFC and got her mashed potatoes. Oh, that was the best. Her and Joe and Vicente. Yeah. You gotta make their own. Oh yeah, Vicente. Fucking bowl yeah, of they mashed all potatoes. battle for it. Yeah. Like if the three of them go in the line first, <laughs> nobody else. One will time get mashed I potatoes. thought Joe and like was and Vicente were gonna throw hands because <laughs> Vicente. <laughs> Joe, he, Joe was expecting right mashed potatoes and gravy, and yeah. Vicente lives here, so he was here first, <laughs> and he scooped up like a lot of it. Joe gets over and he was like, "This is all I got left? Like, <laughs> come on, V, what's up?" You did not leave me no mashed potatoes and gravies, man. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was recently on Easter when I was like in the midst of my keto diet. And um, yeah. uh, you were like, where are the mashed potatoes already? And I was like, I'm not eating any mashed potatoes. And I think the one time Vicente has really ever been concerned, he stopped and he was like, you're not eating any mashed potatoes? <laughs> and I was like, no, man. The I'm world's going to stop. Yeah. Like, he's like, what? Not today. And he's what like, for me? Extra scoop for me. He was literally like, are you sure? And he's like still scooping. And I'm like, take him. Take him. We like bonded in that moment. He was like, I care about you. I'm like, you have my back. Felt good. Felt good. No, yeah. one time he scooped like his whole, it was three quarters of his plate. And I was like, Vicente. Joe's going to be here. Morgan's going to be here. And I would like some mashed potatoes, too. So you need to put some of that back. I used to do a 10-pound bag. Yeah. Because they love their mashed potatoes. Wow. And, you know, at Thanksgiving, Joe's family used to, we always used to take, take food. It was a big thing. And I used to do all the desserts. And that's where the pumpkin rolls started. Oh. Yeah. yeah have her make them yeah. when you want them now. Okay. <laughs> I'm done making those. <laughs> So good. So so anyhow, the the only thing is, is there was never enough mashed potatoes, and there was this little pot of gravy, and there's thirty people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's Marky, 
So for those who don't know, my cousin Marky's blind, and so we would have to fix his plate for him. Right. And everyone apparently thought he needed all the food in the world. They would, bring, <laughs> they would get his plate first because, like, I mean, I, I love him, obviously, but because he's blind. Yeah. And yeah. so they would get him all Served the up. food, and we're all like, really? He does, he's skinny. He's not going <laughs> to eat that much. And he always ate that much because they just gave him everything. And so Marlette and I, see, we our strategists right. mm-hmm. and when we were in the prayer circle we would stand by the front of the line so because after you pray Boom. you get food Boom. so <laughs> pray Boom. amen turn around first plate yeah. <laughs> so for everyone out there after covid and you're doing all your buffets and stuff do your prayer by the start of the line by the plates because you will get the first grab of the mac and cheese that Boom. there's never Boom. enough of yeah and mashed potatoes preach teach them and teach. that's the end of the podcast yeah for real Yay. look we're at an hour and 27 yeah. minutes wow oh my gosh, this that's has been awesome so much fun. <laughs> that's why i love doing this because it just i mean it goes by so fast mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. telling our stories we're reminiscing we're, we're laughing laughing and uh i just want to say thank you so much terry for being here honestly like We've been trying to set this up for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, I appreciate you coming on and sharing about you know your school and your being a mom and you got great kids and and I I just want to thank you very much. Well, for thank being you. Here. I I really wanted to do this because yeah. Michael is not my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> and it's said on the Tony G show. Yep, it's <laughs> a show. I love Delicious. them all uniquely for themselves. <laughs> yeah. The same. Yeah. So thank you, Morgan, too, for being here. We can't leave you out. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I do the outro? You can try. Okay. Whenever you can do your finishing and closing remarks. Yeah, so, like. I mean, you got anything to say, baby? I love you guys. Thank you for love coming you. on. I love you, yeah, too. No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you so much. We had a great time. And uh, the outro will be dedicated. And go ahead. Uh, okay, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you're being me right now? Absolutely. Okay, let's, wait, let's hear it. Let's hear okay. It. Okay, everybody. So... <laughs> That's it for today. You know, we'll see you again uh, sometime soon, as long as Trisha wants to be on it with me again. Uh, so, as I always say at the end of my podcast, let's listen together. Let's grow together. Let's learn together. One, One love. love. One love, y'all. Michael's her Peace favorite. Out.